Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com right now and enter discount code BigMXRadio.com. And with that, with that discount code, you'll save 15% every single one of your purchases. That's not a one-time offer. Go there today. Save money on CBD products. Helps me out as well if you support our sponsors. And I am your host, Brad Gebhardt with us on the line. We've got a very special guest making his first appearance on the Big MX Radio podcast. He's a three-digit guy right now, but one day he will not. He'll likely not be. The three, the the four twelve in your program, number one in your hearts, none other than Jared Lesher. Jared, how's it going? Hey, Brad. What's going on? Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, thanks for uh, making some time for us this evening. Uh, a little uh, a, a gap in the schedule, and I just had to have. Jared Lesher on the podcast because actually it's funny I've tried to have you on a couple of times we've sort of been uh, ships passing in the night but uh, yeah. first thing I noticed second first 450 moto you're way on the on I guess it was the outside and I thought you had no graphics on the on the shrouds which to me is just like <laughs> badass because I'm thinking like guys out there no sponsors nothing and he's he, he's putting in great great uh, uh, qualifying times, and I probably want to pick him for Pulp Mix Fantasy. But uh, and then you were quick to remind me, or at least to, to direct message me right away. Like I got graphics on there. The the TV is just not high enough resolution to pick it up. Maybe I need to get a better TV. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the story there, man? Like why don't why like did you notice that as well that your 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 uh, your beloved sponsors didn't exactly. Uh, pop out with that uh, outside gate bit yeah no um right away actually because we had another another guy well a friend of ours actually reach out and was like no graphics and we were like uh no we we've got graphics and we sent him the same picture that i sent yeah. you actually just with the okay. bike um so i i don't know the the um i guess all the logos they're all black um and it's all orange background but I, maybe they just don't don't pop or maybe it's just i don't know the cameras didn't pick it up really so they kind of look blank um uh, on that first moto start but they're, they're definitely not fair enough well i think that means both myself and your friend both need to upgrade our television sets to uh to get a little bit clearer picture to uh to pick up that uh those uh the graphics and the 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 sponsors that are on your shrouds who's on your shrouds for those who who are are not fully familiar with your program so um, we have kind of an out-of-pocket uh, title sponsor, but they've been truly, truly helpful um, awesome. and huge within the program. Um, Budget Blinds of Orlando, um, huge within the program, and actually, um, you know, just kind of, kind of all around have, have just kind of make this thing go around. So um, them as well as Fly, um, MX Tech and Fast Lap Suspension. Um, and we got, I, I think, Kenda at the bottom of there, and also blood is on there as well. Uh, blood oils. Okay, so yeah, blood blood lubricants is on there. Good friends of mine as well, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, you've been a fly racing guy since uh, the dawn of time, feels like. So yeah, yeah those are some uh, those are some some cemented sponsors. You, you got some good relationships over there. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good, especially with fly. Those guys have been great to me. Um, they've always shown love and and um help me push forward so um always show love back to them and um yeah no i've been with them for i think since 2015 possibly Fair 2014 enough. 2015 right around there 
well over half a decade uh, running the fly gear, and they've been getting better every single year. Have you tried the new pant that has it, no zipper, just the boa system? Uh, I have not actually tried those yet. Okay. Um, plan on getting me a couple sets for Supercross, but I have not got my hands on, uh, on a set of those yet. All right. Well, we'll look forward to your review once you get uh, get a pair of those and try them out. But uh, let's let's crack things off here with a little bit of word association. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Well, let's start off with a softball here. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you are sitting in the great state of Georgia. What's uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I when I, I tell you I, I ask you about the great state of Georgia? Uh, the Peach State. Peach State. Yeah. Fair enough. What What would you say if I asked you for your best Frank Mann story? Oh Lord! Well, actually, I went uh, flying with Frank not too long ago. He's got um, one of them little—I I guess it's a bush plane or like a little biplane type deal. Um, he's been flying a lot. He took me up. That's probably one of the coolest things that Frank and I, Frank and I, have uh, got to do together. So, um, probably, probably the. And flying over a moto track as well just kind of you know 300 400 feet just floating over top and floating over top of lakes and stuff like that it was it was pretty pretty unreal it was cool fair enough i've had the pleasure of staying with frank in the in the past uh i was able to uh uh he was he gave me a cot in his uh his office which is head which is wall-to-wall georgia bulldogs <laughs> uh stuff oh, which is yeah. pretty cool uh yeah. for the weekend um but uh and hit him and um and his wife are absolute gems i'm glad to hear that you're uh uh good friends with him and like how, how was it flying with him um it was i was i was terrified for the first 30 minutes okay i was hanging on tight and i kind of loosened up a little bit i had never done anything like that before and Frank's kind of a jokester. I mean, you know how he is. So, oh yeah. Um, you know, he, he took us into a couple quick nose dives, just kind of messing around with me. Uh, we did like a dead engine, and he's just like floating over the lake, which was kind of, you know, I, I'm I'm grabbing on at that point. Um, and, and I'm terrified of heights as well. So, um, like looking over the top of the building and just like being on a on a you know one of the highest levels at a, at a hotel bothers me. Um, so just to kind of get over that hump and, um, you know, I was nervous, but he, he did an awesome job and we did like seven or eight takeoffs and seven or eight landings, um, just back and forth. And it was, it was wild, man. It's kind of like a freestyle plane in the sky. Yeah, that thing's pretty wild. The one that he's got is a uh, uh, pretty nimble aircraft. Uh, next thing on the list is uh, Monster Mountain MX Park, uh, a track that you're probably pretty familiar with. What do you have to say about that? Yeah. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I've always said this. Uh, the dirt's like Play-Doh there, so it's kind of like playing with Play-Doh. Um, it's it, it, so... It, I mean, it's perfect. The dirt is absolutely perfect. It's like brownie batter, but it's also um, kind of like a, it just sticks together and the lines form to where you can just kind of set into them and be confident that they're, you know, going to stick. So that's kind of the first thing. To and, and the elevation there. Um, and it just how the, the top speeds and, and kind of how fast it is. Fair enough. Well, as soon as the Canadian government uh, relaxes this whole COVID garbage and lets me come down 
to uh, the great state of uh, Georgia. I will. Uh, I'll have to grab some peaches and also some laps at uh, at Monster yeah. Mountain. Every every video, picture, whatever uh, that Frank posts from there, I get uh, instantly jealous from uh, from from those posts because he just it just looks too good like it it even it makes it frank looks like he has some skills on a dirt bike which we know he doesn't so that is that is a, a, right. a yeah like that that if that in and of itself is is a reason why i need to go there right right no it's it's perfect it, it's like a uh it's like a dreamland in a sense fair enough uh and last thing on the list for you i have and this is something that i sh- i i assume that you are there are some days where you get a lot of positivity from and then other weekends where uh, because you are active on social media, you likely get some amount of, of negativity based on uh, sometimes things that could be completely out of your control, which would be yep. uh, uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. Um, Jared Lesher, known for putting in some pretty fast lap times in practice, being relatively unknown for the most part, and also ha- being like just uh, very tantalizing as like a dark horse off the map pick, uh, which could either pay off like crazy or drive a few players absolutely nuts. What what is what are your thoughts on Pulpamex Fantasy and the the negativity that may or be not may or may not be directed in your direction some weekend? Um, I think it's a great idea. I think it's very fun. Um, you know, it's it's obviously not it's not what people want all the time, you know, their picks and, and kind of how things go. But I mean, it is the sport of moto and, and, you know, going into it, everybody knows that anything can happen. Of course. So, uh, but no, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a super, you know, it's a fun concept and um, you know, those guys are, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty wild over there and they, you know, they have a good time. So um, no, I'm down with it. And also uh, shout out to Dan Truman. Uh, for hooking me up with a, a bare wheel this weekend. Um, we had a sprocket come loose and kind of wallet out the hub in the first moto. So um, You must have been on his and, team then. Yes, yes, I was actually. <laughs> and, and, and he came over and actually asked me beforehand to make sure that I wasn't going to pull off either moto. And, and yeah, I finished the first moto, and um, I didn't realize it until after the moto, but I finished with, with uh, three sprocket bolts left, so. Um, wow! It, I, I pulled off on lap five, checking it, and it, it felt tight with my hands. Um, and, and from what I saw, there was still you know a few bolts left in it, so I yeah. got back on and finished. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> wild times. I, I had no idea that I was working on your motorcycle um, this past weekend. That's certainly <laughs> something that would happen hap- would have happened to me. Um, Lord yeah. knows that yeah. I. I th- I uh, was able to win my very first overall this summer, uh, racing motocross for 20 years, won my very first uh, overall, missing two spokes in my rear wheel. Um, oh, there you go. There you go. So we are not too far uh, <laughs> unlike. Uh, who was it that was working on your motorcycle that uh, is to blame for so many uh, sprocket bolts missing? Uh, am, I, am I speaking to him right now? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um... Well, I don't blame them because I actually watched them tighten them down after practice so, um, okay. and, and torque every one of them. So I don't know if it was just a freak thing. Mm. Um, Michael Shaw is, is the mechanic and manager um, okay. of this operation. But, um, no, he, he does a fantastic job. And there was, you know, nothing else that he could have done, you know, in my eyes. So um, he done everything he could, do, you know, he could have done it. Just one of those things, man. 
Just one of those things. That's the way it worked out. But uh, that is too funny that not only was Dan on, you had Dan, or Dan had you on his team, but he then uh, not only made uh, made efforts to make sure that you finished both motos, but uh, true to form was able to help you out with uh, uh, some much needed uh, parts and accessories to make uh, his yeah. dreams come true in Pulp MX Fantasy, man. Uh, it's it's a it's a crazy world out there in the Nationals, and it's good to uh, to have some assistance and help, even if it's uh, the main reason behind that is because uh, Dan probably has like fifty to one hundred dollars resting on your uh, <laughs> on your on your results. Right, right. Yeah, no, none of that matters, man. None of that yeah. matters. At the end of the day, he helped us out and he got us through the day. So um kudos to him and and you know it's (laughs) it is what it is fair enough now jared like why i'm such a fan of what you do and 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 follow along as closely as i do on twitter and i'm obviously uh, really good friends with uh frank but and then that's how you first came on my radar but what i noticed about you is that you've got this potential for like some really, really solid results. And then that's probably why you're so popular in the, the Pulp Mix fantasy world. As far as I'm concerned, um, I see you like putting in lap times similar to uh, a lot of the guys who are basically weekend in, weekend out, top 20 guys. Uh, sometimes things don't work out. Like you said, it's racing. Things happen and, and, and results suffer for that reason. But uh, I can't help but think, that uh, as far as like, um, like when it comes to privateer efforts, uh, a guy that's got the most amount of speed and the most amount of ability to uh, to really surprise some people out there, I think you've got to be at the top of the list. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I uh, I, <laughs> I feel that way sometimes as well. Uh, just it it, it uh, you know it is the sport of motocross, and it doesn't always come together the way you expect it to. Um, but no, it. We've been working hard, and I have, you know, a lot of great people behind me as well. Some great companies, um, you know, pushing me along. So, um, I, I, I felt like this year, um, coming into Supercross in 2020, uh, as well as the Outdoor Series, I, I felt better than I have, and I was in better shape than I ever have been, um, and have had the most help that I ever had, um, and it, it just seemed like, you know, nothing really nothing really clicked at the races you know i mm-hmm. couldn't i couldn't copy what i was doing during the week you know in practice i couldn't copy that to the races so um you know that that's always the tough part um but you know we we'll just keep pushing forward and um you know just keep at yeah, it totally and, and a lot of hard work goes into that i'd imagine for yourself uh it gets frustrating not being able to uh fulfill probably the maybe not ride as, as well on Saturday as you do on a, say a Wednesday or a Thursday prior to the race. And I, I feel like a lot of that has to do with the, with uh, not let's say with the program, but with the, uh, the deficit that you have to some of the guys that uh, you race against. Like, I, I don't know exactly what the ins and outs of what your summer looked like, but uh, I guarantee that uh, like the guys nearest to the front of the pack are spending a lot more time at home testing and getting things ready 
rather than uh, yourself. A lot of travel, a lot of uh, um, a lot of things on your plate that aren't on the plates uh, of those guys that are just ahead of you, and and that in the sport of motocross can be basically the the difference between. Um, uh, a, a top 20 performance or uh, standing on the outside looking in. Would you agree? No, I agree with that. Um, you know, that, that's kind of another one of the, the struggles that isn't really seen from the outside looking in. Um, you know, all that, all that time spent traveling or driving or, you know, um, just getting yourself to the races during the week or, working on your own bike during the week, um, ordering your, you know, your parts. And, um, you know, it's, it's not, you know, you don't, you don't feel bad for yourself and you don't, you know, you don't sit here and, and say on oh, me, but, um, you know, it's, it is tough and I, I'm sure it does take a toll. You know, it's, it's a lot of time spent thinking about other things other than just riding your dirt bike and going fast, mm-hmm. um, along with the training aspect and, um, just having that, that, uh, that time, um, or that extra day, uh, being able to fly in on, you know, Friday mornings and, and not be driving for two days before you get to the race and then driving two days home, you know, after the races. And then, you know, it's kind of like, and you got to get, you know, your stuff ready and, and your bike's ready and that kind of thing for the week. And then you're leaving out again on, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday evening or, or Thursday morning early. So. Um, it, it's definitely tough within the season. Um, I felt like our program coming into the season was, was, you know, spot on. And then, you know, it kind of, kind of everything was, was shaken up with the whole COVID thing. And, and, but it was with everybody. So, um, you, you can't really complain on that end of things. You just gotta, um, look past it and, um, deal with the, you know, with the cards you dealt and, um, I mean, it's, it's all positive though. It's all positive. And we've, we've been making small improvements here and there, and, and it's never been um, one of those things where we've consistently went backwards. So, um, and, and, and I agree with you, those um, standout rides, um, one of them being Atlanta last year and finishing seventh in the heat race. And then um, even at Loretta's in the mud, you know, starting yeah. tenth and then working my way to seventh and then um, kind of just falling back and then, you know, we had we had a clutch burnout and didn't end up even getting to finish that moto. So, um, bittersweet things like that. You just see you see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, and, and it gives you that fire and that that drive to to want to keep doing it and to want to keep going, um, even whenever you're not, you know, you're not really making the funds to even really make you to the next race or get you to the next race. So, um, it, it's that that love for the sport, the passion, and um, you know, just just loving what you do. Absolutely, and I think that's another reason why. Like in the past, you you've uh, done a lot of those riding schools and helping out kids, training kids, giving back to the sport that's given you so much. Um, and I understand that's that's what you're uh, you've chosen to do uh, with the remaining rounds of uh, of the outdoors, going out west, uh, Colorado, and then uh, the the friendly confines of Paula Raceway in California, a far cry from uh, from the friendly state of Georgia. Um, so that, that effectively means the 2020 season is uh, is done for you on the national side of things. But uh, um, you can tell us a little bit of uh, sort of what went into. Uh, this uh, national program and your decision to uh, to not carry along with it. Um, 
it's just kind of the the travel and you know the logistics of everything for us um yeah. right now i think we're just gonna to stick around here um do some training classes and and there's some money races coming up that we can kind of stay afloat and um just be behind the gate and um you know and and also teaching kids i, I feel like it it keeps your skills sharp um you know just reiterating you know even the basics um so kind of going back to to what you were taught at first and um just you know kind of pounding those things in your head and 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 making them second nature so um and also just just helping and, and um seeing the kids improve is is really one of the things that i enjoy so um but no i i think uh i think whenever we when we come back around to the supercross in 2021 i think uh I think we'll actually be on two fifties. Um, we're going to be really making a change there, and and yeah, and I've still on KTM's. I know you you were a Honda guy forever, and then it was weird to see yeah. you switch to KTM's. Yeah, I I really really like the Hondas. Um, without the support though, it's it's very tough to to run one of those out of the box. Um, okay. So a, a KTM was kind of a better choice as far as that went. Um, but yeah, we. I've never had the the opportunity or the the kind of the support to um, build 250s and to have um, you know race bike 250s to to be able to do the 250 series. So oh yeah, um, and I've for those always, who don't I've know, there's a done. lot more modification that need to happen to race a 250 at the highest level than it is a 450. Like that, that's just right, right. You need you, they squeeze every single little ounce out of the 250s to make make them competitive against those top guys. Whereas a 450, right. I'm not saying that you can just go out there on a stalker, but right. it, it it's a big difference as to what, what needs to happen to a, a, a 250 than, than it is a 450. It is, it is definitely. Um, so I think we're going to give that a shot. And, and like I said, um, we have more support now than ever. So um, I think, I think we're going to give that a shot and um, shoot for, for maybe, you know, a whole coast, instead of just picking nine out of 12 rounds or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. in the 450 class, maybe we'll do it in an entire coast and then possibly even some 450 rounds um, or, or, you know, 450 rounds on 250, you know, out West um, just to get some other da- other gate drops and that kind of thing, just um, to continue racing. Fair enough. And it's, it's nice of you not to mention uh, Frank in those, uh, uh, those lessons that you'll be doing, uh, you as well and I, as I know, he definitely needs the help. Um, yeah, yeah. Completely unaware of how to uh, navigate the track on a dirt bike, and it's it's really nice of you to reach out and uh, and, and help the young man out. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. In, in his in his older age, he like he, he does tend to forget forget how to ride here and there, and uh, it's nice of you yeah, to, yeah. to uh, lend a helping hand like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he takes any advice he can get from me. He he soaks it up. So he's like a sponge. Fair enough. I was probably giving you some as well, I might add. No, yeah, always, always. He He's factory Frank, so he's always yeah. giving advice. Fair enough, fair enough. So uh, you, you you mentioned some money races uh, upcoming, and, and that's sort of, sort of like uh, something that doesn't really get – talked about too much within the like sort of the the sports media um in motocross as to like sort of what what are the ins and outs for a guy like yourself to go to a money race 
as far as like uh, how do you source these things out uh, what kind of money can be made if you want to get into that and uh, and who else might you uh, run into when it comes to uh, sort of filling your calendar with uh, some races that uh, might uh, keep you sharp and line your pockets a little bit um, I mean a lot of the time it, social media um, is really where we kind of figure out maybe where we're going or, or you know maybe get tagged in a post here or there or maybe just even word of mouth um, you know just uh, the MX Tech guys they like to help out with that kind of stuff and, and okay. kind of point out the races here and there um, and they're kind of up in the northern part um, of of Iowa I believe so okay. um, they're you know up that way and then uh, fast lap suspension Steve he's over in uh, Alabama so if there's anything kind of over that way he'll point me in that direction so kind of kind of just word of mouth or you know, you know um, there's one coming up at Muddy Creek um, I think on the 10th and 11th uh, it, it's the Cody Gregg Memorial Race there oh, okay. I, believe I actually had Cody in my show Oh really? Awesome, yeah, awesome. a lot good. of years ago already. Feels like forever. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, they're doing a uh, memorial race um, up in Muddy Creek, um, and it's a it's actually a two stroke race. So it's a one moto format, and I think there's it's up to like twenty thousand dollars right now. Wow, so we'll, so we'll definitely be there. What's 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 uh, Jared Lesher's skills like on a on a on a two stroke? Like or like what's what are we, what are we thinking here? Like, is, is this like a, a forte of yours? Like, or can we expect like a Jimmy D style two stroke edit coming out anytime soon? Uh, I mean, I like the two strokes, man. I, I've rode two strokes, uh, for a very long time, all the way through B class. Actually. Okay. Um, I didn't get on four strokes until, until we were in a class. So really, um, it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of just one of those things. It was a cheaper route and, uh, I rode them well and I, I liked them. Uh, I never had an issue with them. So, um, uh, and especially the updated ones now, like the KTMs, the Huskies, yeah. um, I mean, they, they kind of ride like a four stroke. Um, yeah, so 252 they're, they're strokes, they're not quite like they used to be. It's like kind of everything right. on top. They're all more manageable. You're right. Right, right. So I think we're just going to probably take the uh, suspension off our, our, our 450 and slap it, slap it in that, in that 252 stroke and um, go after it. Let, uh, let her buck. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, wish you the best of luck with that, man. That's going to be way too much fun. Okay. We'll have to keep our tabs on that. Where can people follow along, find out more information, and uh, just be a fan of Jared Lesher when... Uh, uh, now that we know that you're on the radar of one Dan Truman to get uh, helpful parts on weekends, then now now you've just become that much more tantalizing of a pick for Pulp of X Fantasy. Where can people follow along and uh, become a fan uh, of Jared Lesher? Uh, Instagram as well as Twitter um, is jlesh412 or at okay. jlesh412. Um, and then I also have a Facebook as well, but I'm not really as active on that. Uh, it's mm. just under Jared Lesher, but... Um, I don't, I don't really do, um, you know, any, any crazy social media stuff. I'm, I'm pretty, you have a presence um, I, though. I, I like, yeah, no, I'm, You're I'm on there enough for us to, uh, to coordinate this. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I try not to live on it. You know, there's a lot of negativity in the world right now. So, you know, it's kind of just that thing and just, you know, trying to get around it. Fair enough. Completely agree with you. Uh, but uh, JLash412 on Instagram. Go follow along. 25 years young out of Georgia. 
Um, like, just just follow this kid. He's got he's got like beautiful looking KTM. He's gonna be on a two stroke soon. He's gonna be making mixing gas, hauling ass, and uh, I appreciate you making oh, yeah. some time for us tonight, buddy. Nice man. I really appreciate you having me on. Um, had a great time. Hopefully we can do it again. Um, yeah. Um, keep keep uh, keep on keeping on. Appreciate the time, my friend. You have yourself a great rest of your evening. I uh, I really uh, enjoyed this conversation. Do not hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're gonna cut it off right there.